Storytellers often use the first-person grammatical voice as they spin their yarns. It's the typical there-I-was method, where the teller turns the bright light of the tale onto themselves. But storytellers are full of tricks. And even if we are the central character, if a bit of detachment is helpful, we will often turn to the third-person grammatical voice, using he and she and them instead of I and me and us. Writing from this fly-on-the-wall perspective gives us new angles to explore. And for me, I can poke around in my own heart without the contextual restraints of the narrative. With the journalistic detachment of pretending a story is happening to someone else, I also avoid getting all choked up while typing. Hi there. I'm Peter Lewis, father, writer, storyteller. You're listening to The Dad Story Project, a podcast dedicated to two simple themes, that we find the most fulfillment in the ordinary events of every day, and that the currency of childhood is time. Today's story is entitled, It's Never Too Late for a First Date. The man hadn't had a date since 1979. Actually, he'd never had a date, as a gangly, height-challenged, pimple-ridden, poorly-dressed teenager with goofy hair and poor teeth, he'd rarely even talked to an actual girl. Never called one on the phone to stutter about Saturday night, never been to a prom, never leaned against a high school locker and mentioned pizza and movie in the same breath, never sat at said unattended movie, and pretended to stretch so he could drape his skinny arm over a brunette-splashed shoulder. Even back in 79, when he had met his first wife at college, they'd just fallen into it. She'd done all the work, asking him out on a date, and all he had to do was mumble, Gosh, okay. He was, in the lingo of the day, a total dweeb. So, 32 years later, when the combination of a girl and the girl's favorite folk singer playing at the local playhouse occurred simultaneously, the man was impressed that he had screwed up the courage to ask, and a little surprised that the girl had said yes. He'd known her for many years, since she was just a little girl, in fact, and she was still just a girl, at least compared to him, so many years younger, that he'd have some explaining to do if cornered. He was still gangly and not very tall, but at least the pimples were gone, the teeth had been fixed, and the goofy hair was just a memory. Actually, hair of any sort was a fading concept. Alas, he could still barely dress himself. Once a dweeb, always a dweeb. Despite his shortcomings, the man prepared diligently for the big night. He showered and shaved, put on a pair of clean pants that actually fit, found a nice shirt that wasn't too wrinkled, and wrapped his best Winnie-the-Pooh tie around his neck. Deodorant and a pair of flip-flops completed the ensemble. He even flossed. Decked out thusly, the man commenced pacing back and forth in his kitchen until the appointed hour. And then, there she was, walking right in the door, a tall, beautiful brunette, confident, smiling, a college student just finished with her shift at the local ice cream shop, dressed to the nines and ready to go. Well, the date was wonderful. 
A swell time. Guy and gal hitting it off perfectly. He held doors open for her, and she walked right through. She laughed at his jokes, and he actually listened to her when she talked. They ran into a few people that the man knew, but he was prepared, and it seemed effortless the way he introduced his noticeably younger companion. His friend smiled and said nice things and whispered, What an adorable couple, under their breath. The man and his date had good seats in the balcony, but he didn't do the arm-stretch-shoulder-drape trick, because it just seemed wrong. But that was fine. Just sitting next to such a winsome thing for two hours was a real treat. He felt like he'd known her all his life. When the folk singer, who was great, by the way, had strummed through his encore and the applause had died away, the man and the girl walked out into the fragrant spring night and he drove her straight home. It was 11.30 when they got there and the house was dark. Her mom hadn't even waited up for them. Totally ready for that awkward first date moment on the front step, the man thanked the girl for a lovely evening, kissed her on the cheek, and told her she was a blessing from God and that he loved her so much he could hardly stand it. It seemed the most natural thing in the world. The girl hugged the man, said she loved him too, and then she went inside and up to her room to go to bed. Then the man silently followed his date up the stairs and slipped into her mother's bedroom. He put on his pajamas and slid carefully between the covers. As he lay, smiling, staring toward the dark ceiling and replaying each moment of the night, the girl's mother roused briefly, turned toward him, and planted a big kiss right on his lips. I hope you had a wonderful date with your daughter, she whispered. Then his first wife put her head on his shoulder and fell peacefully back to sleep. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dad Story Project podcast. If you would like to show your support, please give us a good rating and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. To learn more about the Dad Story Project, download stories, and find out how you may be able to participate, please visit thedadstoryproject.com. And please like us on Facebook and tell your family and friends. Until next time, bye for now.